0: Welcome to another installment of Fighting for the Faith. My name is Chris Roseborough I am your servant in Jesus Christ. This is the channel that compares what people are saying in the name of God to the Word of God. Well, at the time of this recording, it is the month of September, and Rosh Hashanah has happened, and we're in the 10 days of awe, apparently, and there are a lot of people in the charismatic movement, in the Pentecostal movement, and in the uh, New Apostolic Reformation, NAR. Yeah, that's a thing. And uh, they are, what are they? doing? They are decreeing and declaring and prophesying and saying things because, of course, uh, the more biblical year is the Jewish New Year, right? Wrong absolutely wrong. Uh, The Jewish New Year has nothing to do with the Bible, at least in its current form and in its current practice. You'll see that in a second. And so what we're going to do today, we're going to head over to the uh, ministry of Kurt Landry, uh, and we're going to see just how many violations of scripture are going to take place in just the brief amount of time that we're going to look at his special Rosh Hashanah service that he had and um, let's just say the violations will be extensive. I've done some pre-work ahead of time. I kind of know where this is going. So, let me whirl up the desktop, and uh, what we're going to do is I'm going to um, start with the biblical text. We're going to take a look at uh, 1 John chapter 4, verse 1. Beloved, do not believe every spirit. Now, I'm going to point something out here in the Greek. Uh, the pastuit here, this is an imperative, all right? This is a command. And God the Holy Spirit is the common author of every biblical book, every letter that we find in the New Testament. God the Holy Spirit is the author, common author of every book of the Bible. That being the case, grammar matters. And when you have the Holy Spirit saying, do not believe every spirit, and that is in a command, in an imperative in the Greek then you are required by God to put the brakes on any proclivity to just extend trust and grace to anybody coming to you claiming to have a word from God. In fact, if somebody were to say to you, you know, I feel like the Lord is telling me to tell you. Uh, As soon as somebody says that, you got to go, whoa, 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 hold those horses, buddy. I've been commanded by God the Holy Spirit to not believe every spirit. Instead, God the Holy Spirit orders us to test the spirits to see whether they are from God. And when people come to us claiming to be prophets, claiming to have messages from God, and they violate clear commands of scripture and their, and their um, messages uh, fit into the pattern of known false prophets from the Old Testament then we can say with absolute certainty that the person coming to us claiming to speak prophetically is not a prophet at all. And that the spirit that is empowering them or emboldening them or inspirating them is not God, the Holy Spirit, third person of the Holy Trinity but a false Holy Spirit, a demonic one, a satanic deceiver, if you would. And so, no, do not believe every spirit. Test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For, note this, many, not few, not a, not a smattering, many false prophets have gone out into the world. In fact, uh, you know, <laughs> if you looked at my YouTube subscription stream, uh, I, in fact, I, I am going to make a request of my family upon my demise, uh, d- burn my, <laughs> my YouTube account, at least not the, not the videos that I've done, but the, the research that I've done, the, the account that I set up for doing research because the subscriptions that I have, they, they're not edifying. They are absolutely uh, demonic. <laughs> just is the best way I can put it. And it's it's a little bit of a, of a slog to have to go into my YouTube channel and do the research necessary to prepare each episode of Fighting for the Faith, because I know that my spirit is going to be grieved by how badly people are twisting God's word and how little fear they have for the one true God. Yeah. All of that being said, let's uh, whirl things up here. So this was just from a few days ago, six days ago at the time I'm recording it. Uh, this was uh, Kurt Landry Ministries, Rosh Hashanah five seven eight four slash twenty twenty three, the head of the year. And uh, again, we're going to ask the question: How many violations of Scripture are we going to see here? Okay, if you're gonna, if you're prone to wagering, don't. I don't encourage wagering at all. That's not a Good idea, but I would note that uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna say more than two, uh, less than a hundred, you're, you're you're in the ballpark. Um, that's the best way I can put it. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna start off with <laughs> with the uh, it the this this woman here is their worship leader, and they've just finished the, a worship set, and Kurt Landry is now taking the stage, and uh, s- see if you can notice an immediate violation of scripture. Uh, as soon as I hit the play button. Here we go.
1: Let's just pray in the spirit, come on, just you're prophesying in the tongues over what you need in the service. All
0: right, violation of scripture. Let's take a look at a biblical text. 1 Corinthians 14. So what then, brothers, when you come together, each one has a hymn, a lesson, a revelation, a tongue, or an interpretation, let all things be done for building up. If any speak in a tongue, let there be two, or at the most, three, and each in turn, and let let someone interpret. But if there is no one to interpret, let each of them keep silent in the church and speak to himself and God. This is a clear violation of a command given by God the Holy Spirit through the Apostle Paul regarding orderly worship. So, having everybody blather on in so called tongues and there's no interpretation is a direct violation of what Christ has commanded to take place in his church regarding there being orderly worship. So, already we've got a big problem because Kurt Landry claims that he's a prophet. But if he were a true prophet, then why is he violating the clear command of Scripture? Why is he leading a defiance of a clear command of Scripture regarding orderly worship when Christ's church gathers? Number two, you were going to note, there's another violation here, is that um, tongues is not ecstatic utterances of gibberish whatever, that could have bought a Hyundai, should have bought a Kia. No, tongues is an actual speaking of human languages that somebody hasn't studied by the power of the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 2, when the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place. Suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. And divided tongues as a fire appeared to them and rested on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And at this sound, the multitude came together and they were bewildered because each one was hearing them speak in his own language. And so you're going to note that the word here for language is dialectos. And so... What is tongues? Tongues is the speaking of a human language without having studied it. It's a miraculous ability to proclaim the the, the greatness, the wonders of Christ in a language you haven't studied. So in this video so far, uh, we've got some several violations of Scripture. Number one, uh, he's leading people to defy and to break an actual clear command given by God through the Apostle Paul that when the church gathers, if somebody actually speaks in tongues, then uh, two or at the most three, two or at the most three, are to speak, and nobody can speak without an interpreter. And then number two is is that this isn't even tongues. Uh, See if you can identify which language this is. Go
1: ahead, just speak it out. Praise him.
0: That ain't a language. This isn't a language. He doesn't even know Hebrew either, I bet that's just utter gibberish. This isn't tongues. So we already know, because he's claiming to be a prophet, you'll see that in a minute, and he's leading people to disobey a clear command of Christ from the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians 14. In fact, I'll point out the rest of this. In 1 Corinthians 14, Paul goes on to say, was it from you that the word of God came or are you the only ones that it's reached? If anyone thinks he's a prophet or spiritual, he should acknowledge that the things, okay, that these, all of these things, and this is a plural here, uh, th- which I am writing to are a command of the Lord. Yeah, the Apostle Paul is not writing his opinion he's giving us a command that goes all the way to the top, to Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ has commanded in his church that uh, two or at the most three should speak in tongues in turn, one at a time, and somebody has to interpret. If there is no interpreter, they're to remain silent. And so here, the so-called prophet, Kurt Landry, is defying a direct command of Christ. And Paul says this, okay? So if anyone thinks he's a prophet or spiritual, he should acknowledge that the things I'm writing to you are a command of the Lord. And if anyone does not recognize this, he is not recognized. So, coming back to kind of our governing text that we saw at the beginning here, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. If somebody claims to be a prophet and they're leading an, an entire congregation in a direct violation of a clear command of the Lord that means that the Holy Spirit is not the one operative here. It's something else. It can't be the Holy Spirit because God the Holy Spirit would never permit this. So, you know, Kurt Landry is off to a, a bad start, if you would. Now, let me fast forward to uh, the beginning of his message, see if we can make heads or tails of this. I've never seen 34 years
1: as a prophet. I've never seen the unity amongst the prophets, to what time it is, and the opportunity of the doors, as right now.
0: Okay, which prophets are you talking about? Because I have yet to see a single valid prophet on planet Earth, at least in our day. It's beautiful,
1: and the prophets are communicating. I spoke a blessing over Dutch sheets. He's speaking tonight at Gloria Zion. And I told Apostle Chuck Pierce, I said, I wish I could be at both places at
0: one time and he said, Apostle Chuck Pierce. Um, if you're not familiar with Chuck Pierce, go back and watch some of our Prophecy Bingo sec- segments. But here's a, a recent prophecy released by so-called Apostle Chuck Pierce.
1: And the Lord says, I am breathing a new breath to restore and bring forth even which has been caught in the debris i say
0: <laughs> complete lucid uh, non-lucidness here do
1: you now feel my breath coming through in a new way
0: <sighs> <laughs> yeah apostle chuck pierce no he ain't an apostle an apostle of nonsense, of non-lucidity, of crazy whacker Sure. I mean, I saw him tuning the Mexican border with a a tuning fork. Um, But uh, Kurt Landry legitimately thinks that Chuck Pierce is an apostle of Jesus Christ. That's another strike. I mean, this guy is not somebody who's sound or solid or somebody that we should be listening to. And by the way, the Rosh Hashanah thing, Uh, You got all these, you know, false prophets running around claiming, oh, it's Rosh Hashanah, it's the year 5784 in the Jewish calendar. No, it isn't. Okay, and they're claiming, and you got like Patricia King, she had two whole segments, uh, two nights in a row where she spent more than an hour each night supposedly prophesying for the Jewish New Year. But is September biblically the first month of the Jewish calendar. I would note something here. Uh, I, I pay attention to certain names of our um, of our current calendar uh, months. Let, let me explain. So, so for instance, all right, October, octogenarian. What does the word "oct" mean? Eight is. October, the 8th month of our year? No, it's the 10th. Somebody's been monkeying with the calendar, right? And it's clear that that's the case. September. Sept. How many is that? Seven. September is, at some point in human history, was the 7th month. But now it's the ninth. Hmm. Okay, that being the case, I would note that today's modern Orthodox Judaism is the same religion as the religion created by the Pharisees. It is not biblical Judaism. And if they are the ones who monkeyed with the Jewish calendar um, and gave us the current system, then it's not sound either. But I would just point you to one particular biblical text to kind of help us out here. In the book of Exodus, while the children of Israel were in slavery in Egypt, when God was about to deliver them, he delivered them during the Passover, and here's what it says in Exodus 12.1, Yahweh said to Moses and to Aaron in the land of Egypt, this month, which month is it? Nissan. It's all the way back <laughs> in like March or April, right? This month shall be for you the beginning of months. Which month? Nissan. Not the current one that we're in, okay? It, if anything, Nissan would have been in either March or in April because it's part of a lunar calendar. But Nissan never falls in September, uh-huh. So this month shall be for you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year for you. So anybody today claiming, oh, well, the, the, the Jewish New Year is the biblical New Year, I always just point out, oh, really, when does it start again? Oh, it starts in September. Uh-huh. It, that's not the month of Nisan. How can it possibly be the biblical Jewish year? It isn't. So all these wackerdoodles, including Kurt Landry and Patricia King and a whole host of others who are out there prophesying for the Jewish New Year, they're, they're absolutely in direct defiance of the month that God established as the first month of the year for the House of Israel. And it was, it's not this month. It was the month of Nisan that goes all the way back to the Passover in the spring. So there's another strike. Again, remember, we are instructed by God, the Holy Spirit commanded, do not believe every spirit. So when somebody is getting up and claiming that, oh, it's Rosh Hashanah and we're going to get a prophecy for the new year and it's the Jewish new year in September, that shows you they know nothing. They absolutely do not know their Bible at all. This isn't the head of the year, according to God. God set the head of the year up when in Nisan, when the Passover is celebrated in the spring. We continue. said, me too.
1: Of course, I chose the better place, but that's his problem. Again, talking about Chuck Pierce. Listen, if you don't like your place best, you need healing. Even if it's not better, you should think it's better, amen? But isn't that a good thing? Because we're not a denomination, we're a kingdom. And the Lord is going to gather up a remnant in the kingdom that will really quite simply just do it his way.
0: We don't have to agree on everything, but we do have to agree theologically and doctrinally. How could you say that what you're doing is doing it God's way when I already demonstrated that when you were leading people to speak in tongues, you were in direct violation of a clear command of Christ? How can you be saying that you're doing it Christ's way or God's way? Hmm?
1: On some real basic things. And one of those basic things tonight that's going to happen is when I asked the Lord, how do we prepare for the next 21 days? The Lord said,
0: I want to show you a foundational truth in the Ten Commandments. All right, so notice what he's saying. He's claiming direct conversational revelation with God. Is there any reason to believe that, that God is actually talking to him? Answer, no, we've already given multiple reasons that prove that the spirit that he's operating under isn't the Holy Spirit. And so by obeying the command of of the Holy Spirit to not believe every spirit but to test them, we already know that this guy fails the biblical test, which means everybody who's listening to him doesn't know their Bible, because if they knew their scriptures, they would know that this guy is not hearing from God the Holy Spirit. And for all of his claims of hearing from God, one thing we can say for sure is that he ain't hearing from God yeah he fails the biblical tests spectacularly but let me let me give you another couple of passages here no, number 1 i would remind you that christ himself warned us that in the last days immediately before his visible return in glory to judge the living and the dead that there would be many false prophets, and false Christs, and false teachers in the church. Uh, Matthew 24 says, as Jesus said on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, tell us, when will these things be? Jesus had prophesied the destruction of the temple in Jerusalem, and what will be the sign of your coming? Well, and then uh, the end of the age, and Jesus answered them, see that, you, uh, that no one leads you astray, for many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ, and they will lead many astray. Now, here's the thing. Kurt Landry doesn't claim to be the Christ, but you, you can understand that uh, the word Christos means anointed. Many will come saying, I am an anointed one, or I am the anointed one, and they will lead many astray. Jesus then goes on to say, if anyone says to you, look, here's the Christ, or there he his, don't believe it, for false Christ and false prophets will arise and perform great signs and wonders. So so as to lead astray, if possible, even the elect. See, I've told you beforehand. So with Kurt Landry and the other false prophets that we cover here at Fighting for the Faith being so plenteous, this is you're gonna note that Jesus prophesied that this would be the case. His words are coming true in our lifetime, and you should be paying attention. You should not be sticking your head in the sand and you should be saying, Whoa, wait a second. All of these many false prophets are exactly what Jesus said would be happening and coming prior to his return. So we should be paying attention to his word because Christ has proven to be true here. He prophesied this 2,000 years ago, and now it's coming true in our time. You better pay attention. Something big is coming down the tracks, right? Well, there's more to it than that, by the way. And that is, since we know that Kurt Landry isn't prophesying by God the Holy Spirit, uh, the question is uh, what is he prophesying by? It could be the devil or it could be his own sinful heart. And I would note then that the, uh, the warnings of uh, Jeremiah chapter 23 and Ezekiel 13 come into play here. Uh, let me read. Uh, Concerning the prophets, my heart is broken within me and my, all my bones shake. I'm like a drunken man, like a man overcome by wine because Yahweh and because of his holy words For the land is full of adulterers because of the curse. The land mourns and the pastors of the wilderness are dried up. Their course is evil and their might is not right. Both prophet and priest are ungodly. Even in my house, I have found their evil, declares Yahweh. And I would note here, Kurt Landry, leading people in direct defiance to a clear command of Christ, That is an example of evil within the house of God, if you would, right? Therefore, their way shall be to them like slippery paths in the darkness into which they shall be driven and fall. For I will bring disaster upon them. In the year of their punishment, declares Yahweh, in in the prophets of Samaria, I saw an unsavory thing. They prophesied by Baal and led my people Israel astray. But in the prophets of Jerusalem, I've seen a horrible thing. They commit adultery, they walk in lies, they strengthen the hand of evildoers so that no one turns from his evil. All of them have become like Sodom to me and its inhabitants like Gomorrah. Therefore, thus says Yahweh of armies, savah here in the the Hebrew, concerning the prophets, behold, I will feed them with bitter food and I will give them poisoned water to drink. For from the prophets of Jerusalem, ungodliness has gone out into all the land. So thus says Yahweh of armies, do not listen to the words of the prophets who prophesy to you and watch what it says here. Filling you with vain hopes. That's a common feature among the false prophets. And you're going to hear this with uh, Kurt Landry in a minute. They speak visions of their own minds, not from the mouth of Yahweh. And that also is exactly what Kurt Landry is doing here. He's speaking visions of his own mind. We've already ruled out that he fails all the biblical tests. Therefore, it's not the Holy Spirit speaking through him. So, it's either a demonic spirit or he or as the uh, the other option, he's speaking visions of his own mind. They say continually to those who despise the word of Yahweh, "Oh, it shall be well with you." And to everyone who stubbornly follows his own heart, they say, "Ah, oh, no disaster shall befall you." For who among them has stood in the council of Yahweh to see and to hear his word or to who has paid attention to his word and listened? Behold, the storm of Yahweh, wrath has gone forth, a whirling tempest. It will burst upon the head of the wicked. The anger of Yahweh will not turn back until he has executed and accomplished the intents of his heart. In the latter days you will understand it clearly. I did not send the prophets, yet they ran. And we can say, God did not send Kurt Landry, nope. Mm -mm. I did not speak to them, yet they prophesied. God is not speaking to Kurt Landry, yet he's prophesying. But if if they had stood in my counsel, then they would have proclaimed my words to my people. And I would have turned them from their evil way and from the evil of their deeds. A good way to think about it is, is that when you read the Old Testament prophets, you want to know what a real prophet sounds like? Read Jeremiah. You want to know what a real prophet sounds like? Read Isaiah. You want to know what a real prophet sounds like? Read Amos, right? And what you see very clearly, aside from just merely prophesying things that will take place in the future, surely uh, you know, each of these prophets did prophesy things that, that would take place and did take place in the future. That's the least amount of what a prophet does. But you're going to know also there are two other main thrusts of all of true prophecy. Number one, a confrontation of God's word against your sin calling you to repentance, rebuking you for your idolatry, for your wickedness and your bad practices and your false beliefs. But that's not all that it it entails. But also along with true prophecy comes the promise of the reconciliation that is offered by God and the forgiveness of all of your sins. If you turn, if you repent, if you relent from your sinful madness and return to the Lord your God, he's gracious and merciful, slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love and pardoning iniquity, even yours. And so you'll you'll note that true prophets, they confront people in their wickedness and assure them for the repentant that there is mercy and grace for all who come to the Lord and call upon his name and confess their sin and turn from it. That's So you're going to note. False prophets what do they do they fill people's minds with vain hopes and they turn them away from listening to the true voice of god that's the other way you can tell that somebody's a real false prophet is because the message they bring it usually comforts people who should be uncomfortable in the presence of god it assures them of pie in the sky and 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 everything going right for them if they just do this that or the other thing but it never really co- they never really Call them to true repentance and faith and assure them of the forgiveness of their sins in Jesus Christ for those who repent. That's not their message. In fact, that's kind of the thing. Read the true prophets of God and you can see today's prophets, No, none of them sound like the ancient prophets of old. All of them sound exactly like the kind of prophet, the false prophets that the scripture warns us about. People who will tell people what their itching ears want to hear, fill their hearts with vain hopes, and make them comfortable in their own sin. Mm -hmm. That's another way you can tell you're dealing with a false prophet. So God continues. Am I a God at hand, declares Yahweh, and not a God far away? Can a man hide himself in secret places so that I cannot see him, declares Yahweh. Do I not fill heaven and earth, declares Yahweh. I've heard what the prophets have said who prophesy lies in my name, and that's what Kurt Landry is doing. I've dreamed. I have dreamed. How long shall there be lies in the heart of the prophets who prophesy lies and who prophesy the deceit of their own heart? Who think to make my people forget my name and to forget God's words even by their dreams that they tell one another, even as their fathers forgot my name for Baal. So let the prophet who has a dream, well, let him tell the dream, but let him who has my word speak my word faithfully. What a straw in common with wheat, declares Yahweh, is not my word like fire, declares Yahweh, and like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces. You'll note the false prophets, they don't have the hammer of God that they're wielding and the words that they're speaking. It doesn't break any rock. and In fact, it just comforts people and soothes them and puts them to sleep in the slumber of their own sin. Therefore, behold, I am against the prophet, declares Yahweh, who steal my words from one another. Behold, I am against the prophet, declares the Lord, who use their tongues and declare, declares the Lord. Behold, I am against those who prophesy lying dreams, declares Yahweh, and who tell them and lead my people astray by their lies and their recklessness. When I did not send them or charge them, so they do not profit this people at all, declares Yahweh. And that's the thing, false prophets don't, don't profit anybody at all. In fact, it costs people their own eternal souls who listen to them. Ezekiel puts it this way. The word of Yahweh, this is chapter 13, came to me, son of man, prophesy against the prophets of Israel who are prophesying and say to those who prophesy from their own hearts, hear the word of Yahweh, thus says the Lord God. And here in the Hebrew, here says the Lord Yahweh. Actually, that that's that's one of the common phrases that Ezekiel uses. Woe to you, f- Foolish prophets. And that's what Kurt Landry is. He's a foolish one. So is Patricia King. So are all the people we cover on Prophecy Bingo. They are foolish prophets. They follow their own spirit. And they've seen nothing. Your prophets have been like jackals among ruins, O Israel. You have not gone up into the breaches or built up a wall for the house of Israel that it might stand in battle in the day of Yahweh. They have seen false visions and lying divinations. They say, declares the Lord when Yahweh has not sent them. Yet they expect him to fulfill their word. Have you not seen a false vision and uttered a lying divination whenever you have said, declares Yahweh, although I have not spoken? Therefore, thus says the Lord, Yahweh. Because you have uttered falsehood and seen lying visions, therefore, behold, I am against you, declares the Lord Yahweh. My hand will be against the prophets who see false visions and who give lying divinations. They shall not be in the council of my people, nor be enrolled in the register of the house of Israel. That means they're going to hell. That's the end of the false prophets. Nor shall they enter the land of Israel, and you shall know that I am the Lord Yahweh, precisely because they have misled my people, saying, peace, when there is no peace. And because when the people build a wall, these prophets smear it with whitewash. Say to those who smear it with whitewash that it shall fall. There will be a deluge of rain and you, O great hailstones, will fall and a stormy wind break out. And when the the wall falls, will it not be said of you, where is the coating with which you smeared it? Therefore, thus says the Lord Yahweh, I will make a stormy wind break out in my wrath and there shall be a deluge of rain in my anger and great hailstones in wrath to make a full end. And I will break down the wall that you have smeared with whitewash and bring it down to the ground so that its foundations will be laid bare. And when it falls, you shall perish in the midst of it, and you shall know that I am Yahweh. Thus I will spend my wrath upon the wall and upon those who have smeared it with whitewash And I will say to you, the wall is no more. Those who smeared it, the prophets of Israel prophesied concerning Jerusalem and saw visions of peace for her when there was no peace, declares the Lord Yahweh. And you, son of man, set your face against the daughters of your people who prophesy out of their own hearts. Prophesy against them and say, Thus says the Lord Yahweh, Woe to women who sew magic bands upon all wrists and make veils for the heads of persons of every stature in the hunt for souls." Will you hunt down souls belonging to my people and keep your own souls alive? You have profaned me among my people for handfuls of barley and for pieces of bread, putting to death souls who should not die and keeping alive souls who should not live by your lying to my people who listen to lies. Strong stuff, but... Let's listen to some of this nonsensical prophesying from his own heart. We've already ruled him out as one who is hearing from God. He's not. He's disobeying clear commands of God. And God commands, Christ commands, we're not to recognize him as a true prophet. Because the
1: Ten Commandments are unique. You think about it. Children of Israel have been in uh, captivity and slavery, bondage. They get out. Moses brings the miraculous, all the plagues, crossing of the Red Sea, everything's great. And he said, if you guys could just wait here, now let's go get instruction so that we don't go back into bondage. Because there was behavior and cho- choices that got him back into the slavery. So let's ask God what he wants us to do. We need a culture, we need a value system. But
0: Moses didn't say any of those things. We need to know how to get along with God. Moses didn't say any of those things. It's not in Exodus. We just spent hundreds of years
1: in Egypt where they worship every object and idol, and we don't, we only worship Yahweh, one God. So we can't really make it up. We've got to figure out what he wants us to do. So if you know the story, he goes up the mountain, he gets the instruction, it took a little longer. Edward G. Robinson talks him into building the golden calf, you saw it there. You remember the famous prophetic word, where's your Moses now? (laughs) See, that's what happens when you don't wait on God, you'll always build a golden calf.
0: Nonsense.
1: Say time. Time. It's not about patience, it's not
0: understanding God's timing. is he preaching from that bible that's on the alt on his on his pulpit there? No, he's not. We need to understand that bad positioning hinders God's timing. Bad positioning hinders God's timing. What are you talking about? This is utter nonsense.
1: So today is a day I decree in the courts of heaven at house of David the one new man embassy, I decree that this is a day of restitution and restoration. Would you say amen? Amen.
0: No. Who gave you the right to make such a decree? How come your words somehow trump God's? I decree this is a day to reset your mind.
1: You don't need any more spiritual jet lag. You don't need to always be a day late and a dollar short. The reason you've given up dreaming bigger is because you're not on time with what you dreamt before and it didn't happen so you're afraid to believe again. Say I'm ready to re-
0: I have dreamed, I have dreamed. (laughs) That's exactly what Jeremiah warned against. Wow, that is interesting. Let me back this up just a little bit. Listen again. Be a day late and a dollar short. The reason
1: you've given up dreaming bigger is because you're not on time with what you dreamt before and it didn't happen so you're afraid to believe again. Say, I'm ready to reset to to bigger dreams.
0: dreams. Say, I'm a pioneer. Wow. Narcissistic nonsense indeed. Scratching itching ears and telling people what they want to hear. Is he confronting them with their real sin? No, not at all. Lord, strengthen strengthen my relationship
1: relationship tonight 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 with the Holy Spirit. Spirit. So you need to ask. Say, Lord, Lord, I will will build up my talents, my talents, my my gifts, and ability Under the counsel and the authority authority
0: of the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna share with you tonight you can So they're all decreeing and declaring nonsense. Is he actually teaching from the real word of God? Nope. These are made up words. These are made up doctrines. These aren't these doctrines aren't found in the scripture at all. This guy's claiming to be a prophet. When in fact it's provable now undeniable, the guy's a complete false prophet. Do what you want, but
1: the power of life and death is in the tongue. The Lord said, I'm doing 39 plus decrees. You just did four or five.
0: The Lord didn't say anything of the sort. You just prophesied that from your own heart, sir. And God is against you for doing so.
1: Because what you're doing is you're speaking into the courts of heaven and agreeing what's written in your
0: book. No, you're not. Where, Where did you get that? What biblical text says such a thing? Not one. So you're activating it.
1: And those of you online, you need to be going into the chat and saying, amen, I agree, but you need to activate your faith with uh, online as well.
0: Uh, I need to activate my faith. Where in the Bible does it talk about activating my faith? I'm not familiar with those texts.
1: So what is the Lord doing? What is the Lord saying? And you see this across the board, as I say with all the questions, what has he said? I find that in the Bible, all the prophets. We just came from Florida we with the Hammonds. You hear it there. You're hearing it with... Hammonds, false apostles and false prophets. Tim Sheets and Dutch Sheets and different ones.
0: All false prophets. And Chuck
1: Pierce. All these different prophets uh, are saying that there's a reformation for reformers.
0: <laughs> and there are bicycles for bicyclists. Okay.
1: And I totally agree. But you need to understand that the reformation for the reformers are the ones who are being sent into the seven mountains of influence.
0: Seven mountain mandate, NAR nonsense.
1: God is sending his best into the seven mountains to transform culture.
0: No, he's not.
1: To bring a new value system.
0: No, He's not. God has already given us His values. They're found in the Ten Commandments. They're eternal. Are you hearing me? Oh, I'm hearing you, all right. You're proving that you are a false prophet. Again, I remind you, Scripture, the Holy Spirit commands us, do not believe every spirit. Pastuita here is an imperative. You are forbidden by God to believe every spirit. You are required by God to test the spirits. And everything that this guy has said and done is contrary to the word of God and fits all the patterns of all the false prophets of the ancient world. And he doesn't sound at all like any of the true prophets. That proves that he's prophesying lying prophecies from his own heart or from the demonic. And as a result of it, we are forbidden by God to listen to this fellow and to obey him. This isn't the voice of God. These are not words from God. They are words from his own sinful heart or worse, from the devil himself." So hopefully you found this helpful. If so, all the information on how you can share the video is down below. I'd like to give a thank you to all of you who are in our crew, who make it possible for us to continue to bring fighting for the faith to you and to the world. Without your support, we would not be able to do what we are doing. Thank you. If you would like to join our crew, there's a link down below that will take you to our website and give you the information about how you can join our crew so that you can support us. And those of you who do, thank you for your support. So until next time, may God